to A to Z Sports Primetime on a Thursday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Since 1983, nearly 40 years, Two Rivers Ford has been providing you exceptional, award-winning customer service and quality American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, so many great offers for you in the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the promo code A2Z Sports. That's how you get in on all the action. Uh, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com, your dream address. Without the stress is what they promise to you, and Brymac Mechanical will put you in your comfort zone. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, a complication for the Vols ahead of their game against Ole Miss on Saturday night. It will be an incredible environment. It will be a sellout crowd. It will be a checkerboard Neyland Stadium all in preparation to host Lane Kiffin and potentially beat him down. That's what we are going to talk about and how much of an advantage Tyon Evans would have given you to try and take to try and take Lane Kiffin out in his return visit to Knoxville, and we'll spend some more time on Lane specifically later on in the show. But first, I want to start with this, your Two Rivers Ford take. How confident are you that the Vols can beat Lane Kiffin on Sunday? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. I'll fill you in on the latest on Tyon Evans as being as is being reported by Channel 10 in Knoxville. Jeff Sawyer says Evans out means more pass plays. Well, it's entirely possible. And turns out you've got one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the SEC at this point. So I think you're still in a pretty good position, but let's get into it at greater length. How confident are you that the Vols can beat Lane Kiffin on Saturday? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And while you do so, I will tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is a trusted name in Middle Tennessee. They've been a trusted name in Middle Tennessee for nearly 40 years. And we've all noticed that the things we want are harder to get now. They can be more expensive, like buying a car, for example. There's supply chain distribution issues due to the COVID pandemic. They've limited things like vehicle inventory. And because of that, many dealers are raising their prices. It's not the case at Two Rivers Ford. That's one of the things that make them the best. They're not going to price gouge you. They're going to make sure that they operate with honesty and integrity because the objective is to get you the best vehicle for you, not to try and maximize their profit margin. That's why I love Two Rivers Ford. In fact, we'll be out at Two Rivers Ford next week, and I'm looking forward to doing another Bronco broadcast with them. You can go visit them out in Mount Juliet. You can shop out there, do a little window shopping if you so choose, or you can save yourself a trip and go online to tworiversford.com. So, what do you kind of look at with this situation? What is your confidence level right now in being able to beat Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin? Because Vols fans should be confident right now. Their, their offense is performing at a high level. Their defense has been pretty impressive at this point. You, you are pleasantly surprised, especially given the lack of depth. It'll be interesting to see how they look with their best inside linebacker out, probably done for the season. Uh, Charlie Arp on Facebook says, I went from very confident 
to nearly no confidence just from losing Evans, to be honest. So let's fill you in on what's going on with Tyon Evans, and then we'll hear from former Vols quarterback Jonathan Crompton on this particular matter. So uh, what the what uh, is being reported by Channel 10 News in Knoxville is this. Tennessee will likely not have running back Tyon Evans against Ole Miss on Saturday due to an ankle injury, according to a source who told WBIR Vols insider John Bryce. It's a big loss for the Vols as Evans is the team's top rusher and ranks fifth in the SEC. He's second in the conference in rushing yards per game. He has six rushing touchdowns on the season. So this is not a good spot for the Vols to be in, given how much they rely on their run game and how much more efficient their passing game is when they have that running game to lean on. Uh, Jordan Estrada says, why is WBIR the only source I've been saying uh, that I've that says that I've seen saying Tyon is out. Uh, and I don't have an answer to that question, Jordan. I'm just following along as we go. Uh, De- Jeff Rubel says Buck looking good in 240p LOL. Well, that's an issue with you, Jeff, because I'm looking at my connection right now and I show no loss in signal. So I would say, you know, maybe if you're looking at me in 240. 240- 240p upgrade your Wi-Fi situation. We won't have this issue, my brother. So for the particulars on Tyon Evans, it is interesting to see that WBIR is the only source saying that he's out. And in fact, they're saying that they likely will be without Tyon Evans on Saturday. So it's not even it's not even a definitive report. It's leaving some room for interpretation. So uh coach uh, T- Terry Fryer Francis. Francison? Forgive me, Terry, if I've mispronounced your last name. Regardless, coach says decision will be made tomorrow, so calm down and go balls. Listen, I think that's I think that's good advice at this point. I think that until we know for certain that he will not be playing, and listen, you can look at the analysis and you can say that they are going to be in for it anyway because what Lane Kiffin likes to do more than anything is run the ball and limit possessions, and Heupel is high-paced, fast-tempo offense. Lane scores in chunk plays as well, and they're not necessarily coming with conventional runs. In fact, Jonathan Crompton, who hosts the Big Orange halftime and post-game show right here on the A to Z Sports streaming network, he'll uh, be on with Charlie Burris on Saturday throughout the course of that game. Crompton was on my radio show today on 104.5 The Zone, and I asked him, you know, what, where do the matchups favor Tennessee, if any? And this is what Crompton had to say. And, you know, obviously each week in SEC is a new test. Um, this will be no different. The positive is it's not like Ole Miss's defense can stop anybody. Yeah. Right? So that's just the bottom line. They Their defense, I mean, I don't know where they rank as far as points allowed in the SEC, but by God, it's got to be up there. 31 points per game allowed. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, still, I mean, right now. I mean, that's that, – that's, not necessarily the best. You know what I mean? Um, so what, you know, I think it's a good game to get us some confidence offensively for the third week in a row. The last two weeks have helped that confidence. But then going against a defense that gives up a lot of points and a lot of yards, I think that's that helps us tremendously offensively. So that's Crompton breaking down the matchup and the opportunities that Tennessee – will have. Uh, We'll continue this conversation here in just a second, and I'll ask you what you think favors the Vols in this particular matchup right after I remind you about DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports is how you get in 
on the action, whether you're betting college football, the Nashville Predators on tonight. They're in the second period. They're uh, currently trailing the Seattle Kraken 2-1, to one, and I'm keeping tabs on that game as we go along as well. It was a nice save by the Kraken goalie. Um, 18 minutes and change left to play in the second period for the Preds, so we're happy to have them back in our lives. But regardless, you can get in on the action no matter what you're betting using DraftKings Sportsbook and using the promo code A2Z Sports. You can get in on the NFL, for example, if you're somebody who's watching Thursday Night Football at present. You can get same-game parlays, which allow you to combine multiple bets for the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code A2Z Sports to get in on all the action this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Remember that promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee to bet. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and you want help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. So how confident are you that the Vols can beat Ole Miss on, uh, on Saturday? Jeff Rubel says delusional. Got it, LOL. Well, I mean, Jeff, honestly, I think they... And Ohio State has clawed their way back into this. Tennessee is not on that same level, obviously. But I think that there's reason for Vols fans to be optimistic. I think there's reasons for Vols fans to be confident, given what Ole Miss is giving up and what their offense at this point has been able to do. Now, Tyon Evans, if he, in fact, does not play, which is the major wrench that we're talking about, Jesse Williams, Tyon Evans is reportedly going to be out for this game, according to Channel 10 in Knoxville, it does present some problems because their pa- their passing game is largely predicated off their ability to run the ball efficiently and effectively. And of course, Tyon Evans has been hugely effective whenever he has been in the game. Uh, Reggie Reese says on Facebook, live since Tennessee uses two running backs, who will fill the spot that Evans' injury leaves open? And that's a good question, Reggie, and something that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to. Uh, some reporters in Knoxville about because I'm not entirely sure. I know that D Beckwith hasn't really factored in at all this season. And so you're working with small at this point. And uh, I'm going to take a look at the depth chart. It seems that at this point, you will see a lot of Jabari small and, uh, and forgive me if I mispronounce Lenath Whitehead's name, but Uh, Jalen Wright is another person on the depth chart, another running back on the depth chart who needs to step up in this game. So they're going to go at this a couple of different ways. They do have, obviously, other running backs on the roster. It's just unclear that who will be the primary primary back, the primary backup to Jabari Small for this game. Uh, Charles Hardaway says the guy's a unit. Who, D. Beckwith? Yeah, he's not been available at this point. Uh, I'm confident my Rebels, says Blake Mitchell, beat UT. I share the Titans connection, but Carroll, or Corral, rather, is what I'm sure he meant to say, is going to light it up. Listen, Tennessee's defense has been a pleasant surprise, but this is probably the best quarterback that they'll have faced. I'm, I'm confident that Tennessee can make it a game. I don't know how confident I am that they can outright win. Uh, I think it's going to be competitive. Arkansas and Ole Miss was hugely competitive. That was as fun a game as there was, and there were many, many fun games on Saturday. I'm hoping that Tennessee 
can do something similar. Let's talk about Lane Kiffin, though, because, of course, Lane Kiffin and his 14-month history that has a lasting effect nearly 11 years later on the University of Tennessee and on Vols fans. The question that I want to ask you tonight on A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, what was your favorite memory, if you had a favorite memory, or what is your most, what is your biggest memory, your most, your most uh, haunting memory, if that is indeed the case? Because you may, it may not be a favorite memory. It may be that this was one of the worst nights that Vols fans have had in a while because it's set into uh, into effect this domino sequence that allowed Lane Kiffin to be the starting point where you saw Tennessee start to crumble a little bit because the uh, the administration was not able to find a legitimate replacement for Lane Kiffin after the fact. So what's your favorite, what's your biggest memory from the night that Lane Kiffin quit? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll discuss it together right after I remind you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators, is the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Gary Ashton, not just the official real estate agent of the Preds, the Titans, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. They will help you make your uh, make your profit margins as best as humanly possible if you're in the market to sell your home, and they do that with the best intel in Middle Tennessee. The best properties, properties that aren't even on the market yet, but the, the Ashton team has the first uh, go at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage will help you find your dream address without the stress as well. Check them out at GaryAshton.com. So, what's your favorite memory from the night that Lane Kiffin quit? So, this was in the uh, this was the 2009. It was the end of the 2009 season. In fact, it was January of 2010. Uh, and Lane Kiffin is advised against hosting a press conference before he's getting ready to leave for USC. Now, he does it against the athletic department's public relations arm. He does it against their wishes. And so Lane Kiffin, who can't even get into the normal media space, does this in a conference room with the Knoxville media assembled, doesn't take any questions, but says, hey, I just want to talk about my 14 months here before, you know, I get the hell out of town. Thanks for coming, guys. Uh, this was not an easy decision. It was something that happened very quick. And the decision that myself and, and my family made. And um, we've been here 14 months. The support has been unbelievable here. I really believe that this is probably the only place that I would have left here to go uh, was to go to Southern Cal. And um, there's so many people to thank. So I'm just going to be generic to say um, I'm very thankful to all the Tennessee people in the way to welcome myself and my family and um, yeah. it, it's, it's been an exciting time and and I know that I can walk out here and say this that we've been here for 14 months and there's not one day that I didn't get everything I had to the Tennessee football program and I, and I know um, just leaving that team room and looking around and the players coming in on this roster and what's going on in their development that we're leaving here 14 months later a lot better team than we were 14 months ago. So I appreciate you guys coming, and um, thanks again for our support. Hey, Lane, out of respect to the Tennessee fans, you answered three questions for us. Been good luck. What does this mean for recruiting, Lane? 
so it's a completely ridiculous clip, right? It's completely insane. The, the way that he leaves after the fact, the way that he's asked, hey, will you answer three, three questions out of respect for Vols fans? He just leaves the room. And then my favorite part of all of that is that woman just shouting after him, what does this mean for recruiting? <laughs> and he walks out the door. It is such a ridiculous moment. I mean, I was not in Knoxville at the time. I wasn't yet living in the state of Tennessee back in 2010. In 2010, I would have been a sophomore in high school, I do believe. So this was not really top of mind in my life, but to read the, there's two really good articles. I think if you, if you want to relive this situation that Adam Sparks of the Knoxville News Sentinel wrote, he did some exhaustive reporting on it. It's a great piece. And then Bruce Feldman of The Athletic and Fox Sports, one of the most respected uh, journalists in college football, has a really, really good, uh, really, really good synopsis of the story from a lot of people who were involved, their perspectives at the time. So both well worth your time if you're somebody who's reading into the storylines before this weekend's game. And there are a lot of them. And this is, of course, the biggest. This is the most obvious. This is where Tennessee started to spiral, right? And now... Hopefully, they're trying to get back out of that, you know, just tailspin. And Josh Heupel has them, it seems, on the right track. But Tennessee fans, of course, have been fooled before, so it will need to take some time. Uh, Tighten up Joey Watts says, couldn't even answer three questions, and he ruined the program. No, uh, Joey, uh, Lane didn't ruin the program. Lane exposed the inability of the athletic department to fix that particular situation. Lane was the first domino, the first shoe to drop or whatever cliche you want to use. But the failure of the University of Tennessee is solely on the people who were running the University of Tennessee, not what happened with Lane Kiffin, even if that was a big problem at the time. Uh, Lane, Lane did what any normal person would do. He left for a better job. And USC at the time, even if it didn't end better for Lane, it was a better job. Um Jeff said, uh, Jeff said he didn't ruin Tennessee, LOL. That's what I'm saying. It was the start, says Joey. Yeah, but then whose who's responsibility is to fix it? It's not Lane Kiffin's. It's the athletic department. So you can blame Tennessee for the way that Tennessee started to spiral. Uh, Chad Roseberry, Roseberry on Facebook says, I cried when Fulmer stepped down. Every year has been next year's our year. For the first time in a long time, I'm excited about Tennessee football. Well, that's great to hear, Chad, because I'm excited watching it. And I think a lot of people are. And I th I'm very excited to watch uh, 102,000 plus fans in Neyland Stadium. Welcome back in. Uh, welcome back in Lane Kiffin to Neyland Stadium, because I'm sure it's going to be loud. I'm sure it's going to be nasty. And I'm sure it's going to create an incredible atmosphere for everybody in the stadium and for everybody watching. At home, John Wesley McDaniel says, so what's the wrench? Well, if you missed that part of the show, John Wesley, fortunately for you, the entirety of it is available for replay right after we conclude. But if you can use your context clues there, John Michael, you would look, or John Wesley, rather, you would look at the graphic that clearly says Evans out with a picture of Tyon Evans, and you would be able to draw that conclusion for yourself without derailing the show. So I've since done that for you. And if you want more information, please feel free to watch back or there's a podcast available for you of the primetime show after its conclusion. Isaiah Hooks says he'll be at the game. Yeah, my uh, my radio producer, Lucas, is going to go to the game. They tried to talk me into it, and I almost did it because I've never been to Neyland Stadium. I'd love to go see a game there. 
but for uh, this is the first weekend that I have off <laughs> because the Titans play on Monday Night Football, and so I am not going to I am not going to do that. Uh, use my one weekend off in the last what I mean probably six months and uh, and go to Knoxville instead. My girlfriend would kill me. <laughs> no, she she would let me go if I wanted to go, but I don't want to go. I want to hang out. In Nashville, I want to have a relaxing weekend, and then I want to cover a Monday night football game on Monday night, which I will do. Uh, all right, let's wrap things up with a Brimac bounce back, shall we? Who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We will discuss it at length over the course of this evening's show. Um, John Wesley says, you've got 43 viewers. Don't be a smart ass. Well, no, John, I've got 43 on Facebook. I've got about 67 on YouTube. Um, I can check the Twitter numbers for you in real time. We look to be at about 75 there, and I'm unclear about what the numbers are on Twitch at the moment because I don't have a Twitch window up. So respectfully, I can be as smart ass as I want because you're one of the 43 viewers and you're in here watching the show. Uh, let's do the Brimac bounce back and wrap things up before John Wesley McDaniel gets too cranky about the fact that I've just spanked him in front of the 43 people and 63 and, you know, 75 or whatever the hell else. <laughs> um, who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, if you would be so kind, who across sports, whether it's baseball, hockey, uh, whether it's football, whatever. Let me know in the comments section, and we will discuss, and I will tell you who I think needs to bounce back in sports this weekend, right after I tell you about Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Whether you are interested in commercial work, if you're a business owner, whether you need your home done, residential, whether you need to improve your air quality with ductwork, Brymac Mechanical can do that. They've got three locations in Tennessee, and in Kentucky, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. They also present the Brimac Bounce Back each and every Thursday. So I went through the list, and I uh, and I looked at a bunch of teams and who, who obviously lost their last opportunity, and uh, it seems since we've been doing the show that the Preds have tied things up to all in the second period. Uh, rather, no, it's, uh, it's since been 3-2 for the Seattle Kraken. So the Preds trailing by one goal. Forgive me, I'm trying to keep up with this as we do the primetime show. But what I'll say to you um, is that more than anybody, especially with this next stretch of four games for the Titans that are going to be very difficult, I would say the Indianapolis Colts need to bounce back. One of the tougher losses to deal with? Yeah, not a fun loss. Um, you know, we talked to talked to everybody after the game and you know just said hey we got to have a killer instinct at the end of the day um and that goes for me that goes for all of us we got to be able to finish games and put teams away when we got them on the ropes like that and i mean that's a good football team in a hostile environment for us to come out swinging the way we did um we just can't let up we can't let up and we got to finish games better The Indianapolis Colts need to bounce back in this stretch of ne- of the next four games. They're one and four, but they can still get back into the division in the AFC South race if the Titans stumble against the Bills, the Chiefs. They're on the road against the Colts, and then of course 
on the road in Los Angeles for Sunday night football. So the Colts, their schedule is much easier. They will host the Houston Texans this weekend. They will go and play at the San Francisco 49ers. They will play the New York Jets. I believe that's a Thursday night football game. And then I can't remember off the top. Of, oh, they play the Titans, of course, on Halloween. So that will be one of the games that they need to compete in. The Colts need a bounce-back victory after a just mind-numbing loss, if you're a Colts fan, to the Baltimore Ravens on Monday night. It was a fun game. It was a fun loss, certainly. Um, it says Sean Gill, who's asking me what a fun loss is. Well, I'm sure it's not fun for the Colts fans, but ultimately, I thought that it was a, uh, I thought that it was a really, really interesting uh, an interesting stretch of games for the Colts to try and get back in to the division. Isaiah says the Titans suck and I'm a Titans fan. Well, you know, we'll find out on Monday night how uh, how much they suck if indeed they suck. Uh I will tell you that we will be back on Sunday night to preview Monday night football. Remember there will be no Monday night primetime show because of Monday night football. So we will cover that for you at length. Austin and Zach will have pregame and I still have a radio show to do tomorrow and Monday ahead of the game. So make sure that you're tuning in and we'll get you some great coverage. A 615 Sessions podcast comes your way tomorrow. It'll be me, Kayla Anderson, and Luke Worsham. So you can go ahead and subscribe to the A to Z Sports podcast feed where you can get the 615 Sessions every Friday right after the last Titans practice of the week. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, 